ED. Oh. So combined. Mm-hmm. Combined. Mm-hmm. These teams have lost six games in a row. I almost lost my computer. You almost did. But you, <laughs> but you see that? I still got hands. You still got hands. You still, still got, got hands. hands. But all that means is this is going to be a get-right game for somebody. <laughs> yeah. For and I hear somebody's calling it. For who? That is the question. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners traveling to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Bears uh, in a week eight affair. We'll here to preview that one for you. As always, we want to encourage and remind you to Feel free to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button, go ahead and hit that on your particular podcast subscription service. Go ahead, subscribe on YouTube as well because we're available there. Uh, also, hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. That's on Twitter if you got those Twitter fingers. But on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray, and he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. Both times. There you go. As always, we're presented by the fine folks at Bet Online, and of course, you can head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe Fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You know, when I read that, should I like hold it up so that like, I'm like looking at the people or is it okay if I'm looking down? I, I, you, you should. Because we're on YouTube now, you know? That's right. So think, you know, you're saying this like you've never been on television before. <laughs> you know you should speak to the camera in these situations but is this a anyone. is this a podcast on video or is this a video turned into a podcast see that's yeah. the magic question right there right yes. that changes the rules up a little bit it does and it, it does so now you you have to understand because of that there are some things that you don't have to speak as if you're speaking to a blind audience like you do if it's a podcast or a radio um telecast radio broadcast because you know tv you can just say look at this do that but when you're reading right there you got to look at the camera man because the the people that are which will soon be everyone will be going to youtube to check it out as well you have to speak to them you got to let them know see what i got to figure out is do i want to look at you or look at that or whatever (laughs) decisions what what actually is the camera where are we actually (laughs) Like, like where are we Really, you know what we need to do, man. Maybe it's just time for us to just go back on location, just just go to the same. Get back together. Uh, yeah, just get bring back the, together. Get go the back band together. back together. Yeah, let's bring the band. I mean, you know, maybe the, we just need to start doing that, and then we'll, we'll that that'll make it easy. The the funniest part is, and I go back and watch some of our YouTubes, right? So if I look in this direction, I'm looking at you. Yes. But on the YouTube, I'm actually looking away from you, which is is crazy. Oh, is that how it works? Okay. That's how it works. So if I'm talking to you, I actually should probably look over here, even though there's nothing but a door over there. That's not really you. So I really couldn't see you uh, except through my peripherals. No, what you need, what you got to do is tell corporate that they have to change the windows. You know, switcheroo? That's what they have to do. Okay. Corporate. You guys hear that? Get on that, corporate. Very right. cool. So, so now for everyone, Our corporate so, has a name. It's corporate. Yeah, that, that that's it. We we you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Now for all of you that actually tuned into this broadcast and to listen, I got to say broadcast because it's YouTube and it's and it's a pod. So we're gonna I'm gonna stop saying that so I don't have to say both. You guys want to hear about the Niners. So let's talk about the Niners and let's not talk about our um, trying to figure out how to do this. I mean, you know, part of it is you got to laugh to keep from crying, ED. You know, it's just, it's just I, not. It's I don't know not, if that's going to make me cry. It's but, just not. Well, but, I mean, okay. you know, I, I'm the emotional one here, right? So, I mean. Yeah, you are you know, sensitive. Yeah, I was I was near tears Sunday night. Um, 
I was laughing actually. It was comical to me. Really? I was I was just on Yeah, I reached a point where I, I was this, this is hilarious. Yeah. All right. So Trey Lance is back at practice. Yep, he is. So he, was, he was a limited participant. Uh, and it's funny, you you said this earlier, <laughs> and I've been I've been seeing this on Twitter. He didn't look very limited uh, at practice, but of course that's just the open portion that the media was allowed to see, right? You're only allowed to see like 10, 15 minutes and that's it, they close the doors on you. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he didn't look- Y'all can't be trusted. He looked, yeah, <laughs> especially folks like me, right? Um, so he, so the thing is, if he's a go, then he's gonna get in there yeah. at some point. So this isn't quite Justin Fields v. Trey Lance, you know, the big, you know, the top, you know, two of the top rookie quarterbacks, yada, yada, yada. It's not going to be that type of thing because Jimmy's still going to be the starter. We we expect, we suppose, but it still means Trey is going to get in there. And Kyle said as much, right, that Trey's going to get in there if if he's healthy and available and, 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 and dressed in Chicago on Sunday. Um, the Bears have three of their top studs on their front four are all going to be out for this one. Uh, Khalil Mack, they place him on IR. Uh, no Robert Quinn, no Hakeem mm -hmm. Hicks. Um, so you would think that would do well for not only the ground game, but maybe the passing game as well, right? You might you may yeah. be able to have maybe a little extra tenth of a second or so here for Jimmy to get the ball off of, which does wonders for him. Um, but you would imagine that could open up some lanes for Trey as well offensively, right? Um, what I mean with with those three guys out, how, how do you suppose Kyle attacks this Bears defense on on Sunday morning? I would imagine he's going to continue to do what he's been doing. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm on repeat. I don't want to sound like I'm being flippant. But yeah, see, this is why I was talking about YouTube and, and everything else because I <laughs> what is going to change? Why would something change? He's in the same predicament. He is. He is trying to game plan with a player that he doesn't want running the offense tomorrow with plays for today that can somehow translate to tomorrow. And the player that's playing today is not a part of your tomorrow. So you got to figure out what it is you want to do until you stop doing that. I, I don't see how anything is going to change. It's going to be the same game plan that we've seen. And it'll have spurts where things look great. And then you're going to have moments where we'll all be scratching our heads. You'll you'll be getting upset and throwing things around and, you know, and 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 people will be trying to calm you down around the house. And I'll probably be laughing hysterically again. Like this is comical. Um, I, I don't see anything. Ch what changes do you see? What do you think is going to happen? How can something what's going to be different? I don't see anything different happening in, in, in all honesty. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I just think it's, it's rinse and repeat at this point. Right. And so um, the only difference is, you know, it looks like five may be available. So if he's available. You expect him to get his, his snaps, you know, whether it's a play here or play there, um, you know, he'll come in for his packages. Maybe he can gash some things with the run game a little bit. Um, you know, maybe that will be a shot in the arm for the offense, so to speak. Um, an opportunity to to extend some drives, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and we talked about this earlier in the week. Like, like there, this is a this is bigger than Jimmy. This is bigger than Trey. Like, this is an 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 organizational issue. This is a ph philosophical issue that mm -hmm. that we're dealing with here. And mm -hmm. so, until that's taken care of. You're gonna have your you're gonna have your issues. It's gonna be the same thing week in and week out. Now the issue is, for me is and and you said this last week, and I think this is kind of where we differ. But I was kind of on the same thing last year where I was like, okay, like we're this close to the playoffs, right? Um, you're still. I mean, as much as this season looks like a waste, and 
if you start to look at some of the odds, like the Niners odds have decreased, you know, more than any team, you know, in, in the NFL or just as much as any team in the NFL mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, how, you know, their odds to get to the Super Bowl for whatever that's mm -hmm. worth. But um, it just, you're still just one game out. Okay. And, and, and you still have a lot of games to go. Okay. Double digit <laughs> games to go. So there's a lot more football to be played. If I you agree. Can, if you can figure this thing out. But right now, if you're topsy-turvying, then in my in and last year it was like, okay, look, you don't make the playoffs, whatever, you position yourself, maybe you get a decent enough pick. There's no such thing to play for this year. No, right? I, which, I, which yeah, I mentioned earlier in the week, oh, right? I don't, I don't even think you. I don't think you ever tank. I don't think that last year they would have. Well, no, I, I don't. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not in favor of tanking, but I'm saying at least if that doesn't happen, then there's this that you have to look forward to. There's no such thing this year. No, no I've got it, but but uh, see, I I still I view all of that differently. You, you already have that thing. Trey Lance is your first round pick. You you got it. So that's you gave something away with all that stuff. So now back to why I say you should play this kid is time. Um, because that pick that you say you don't have, well, actually you do. You have a body. You have a body in num at number five. That's that pick. The following year, that body, number five, he's that pick. Unless you do something else to recoup that, that's the person that you said was worth that selection. So, so that's, that's what you did. You, you said this guy is worth that. So now I don't even think about it anymore. And it's worth it. If this player performs, he becomes your franchise guy and he wins and he, and he gives you opportunities to compete for championships. You know, I, I definitely, you know, I've always said there's a number one overall selection and quarterback should give you multiple opportunities to compete for a championship. Well, I mean, you're top five, you should do the same thing. There's a question if you're no, if you're number one overall and you don't give your you don't give your organization a chance to compete for multiple championships, your tenure with the, that team is a failure. The period. No, no, it doesn't has it has nothing to do with your talent level or anything else. You, that is the most important position on the team, and you have to elevate the franchise to that level in my opinion, to be worth that, to be worthy of that selection. Um, and, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a bust or anything like that. I'm just saying that your tenure with the franchise, if you don't do that, it, it you failed. That organization failed with that selection. It's not all on the player. It's putting pieces in place for him to be successful and all those type things. Coaches, players, um, philosophy, as you just said. Um, now, Trey, same thing. So, that play, that pick, I'm not even looking at that. But um, right now, you're right. One, see, you're saying they're just one game out. Just one game out. But this is how we view it differently. This, this is a fact. I, I It's facts. Facts. 100% facts. I agree. One game out. The math says one game out. But this is why I always tell you there's a difference between a winning team and a winning record. There's a difference because we can always talk facts. And what do I tell you? Numbers lie. I tell you that all the time. Numbers lie. You can skew the numbers to make yourself feel good. Like one game out. That, that's it. You ask. So this is the question I'm going to throw to you. At what point of the season, this entire year, has the 40, have the 49ers looked like a solid football team in all phases? Offense, defense, and teams. Which game did would you say this is a solid effort, solid team? That's a championship team. Which game? Which game? Hasn't happened yet. It's it's coming though. It's 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 coming. You, you gotta okay, so you wait gotta a believe. You gotta keep hope alive. But to okay, answer your so question, hold, hold, hold. this is neither a winning team nor has a winning. Wait, well, okay, hold on, hold on. But wait, so I want to ask you, so when you say that, I'm, I'm still on that one game. So you, so the team, at no point have you looked at this team and say like, okay, that's a solid winning football team. That was a winning performance right there. Okay, not they won the game. That was a solid winning performance across the board. That right there, what I just saw, competes with anyone. So, yeah, well, well wait, okay. The, I mean, it, it wasn't, 
it was it wasn't a full 60 right but what we saw still for, on, still on no <laughs> but, but hear me out though what we saw for the first 48 50 minutes of week one at detroit did that did, did that's did that show you anything like to me they look like world beaters in that game like they did exactly what they were supposed to do they were up big on a bad team on the road to start the season and for me it felt like okay this team is back this team is here okay then what happened Verrett goes down more injuries in the secondary they uh the, the lions I'm, make I'm, it i'm uh, talking about the injuries this performance so then guys had to play and then yeah i mean the lions yeah. made a, a much closer game than it needed to be Okay, got it. So, and teams didn't do anything that game. Um, so, so we can look at all of this. So we can look at it. So, and even if we say that one time, okay, I'll, that was it. So I'll give you that one time. So once this season, you've seen them have three quarters where you can say that was good football. Okay, how many times have you seen? How many times have you seen them go out on the field and you said this was hot garbage? Yeah, I mean that's too many to count. Okay. So with that being said, that's pretty much every every game passed. Because even week two, I credited them for having a big time win on the road, going on the road to Philly, tough environment, down some bodies, this, that, or the other. And, and remember, Philly, they looked like they were they were going to be a team after beating Atlanta the way they did. Uh -huh. Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal. Devontae Smith looked great. That looked like a better win at the time than it actually does now. Uh -huh. So from week three on. It's been it's just been hot garbage. Okay. I give you that. Okay, so um, so you would say they have been resembling more of a dumpster fire than a championship football team. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, that, yeah, so if the Niners were a team right now, like they're that um, that that meme where the guys in the house sitting at the coffee table and there's a fire all around him, but he's just right. chilling as if you know there's nothing going on. So that's so all I'm saying right now is that, yeah, you can look at it and say, fact, they're one game out. I'm going to say fact that nothing they have done has remotely shown me that this is a playoff team. Nothing. So so that's 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 now with that being said, that's my opinion. But I always try to say your opinion, your opinion has to be based in some type of fact. It has to be based in some type of evidence. And I think I can give enough evidence. And I've seen enough evidence from the Niners to see that they're not a good football team right now. So they're not, not even thinking football. about playoffs. So there, there have to be dramatic changes. And winning one game is not going to dramatically change. You can't pour a cup of water in a dumpster fire and think it's going out. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a whole lot more. You got to get a. You got to get a, that pressurized hose and start going at it. You can't just. You know what I'm saying. You can't toss a Dixie cup filled, filled with water. So where do they start? Where do they? Where do they, where do they start with these? Well, you got to start. You gotta start you, well, this is number one. You got to start by the plan. And that we the first thing you say, what's the plan? Where do you plan on what are you what are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? What is the philosophy? One player, one coach, one draft pick, one trade. That's not going to change anything. Changing the scheme, going from a three-four to a four-three, using a fullback in, instead of three wides or four wides, shotgun instead of under the center. Those things don't. All of those things, that's window dressing. One thing, the most important thing in football, what is your philosophy? How are we supposed to win? It's real easy to say that, men, we're going to come out here, we're going to play hard, we're going to bust our tails, we're going to win games, and we are going to be on the top of the hill. Okay, I get that. I can envision that. I don't need anybody to tell me that as a player. I, I, I want to be on the top of the hill. I want to be number one. I want to be there. But now this is the question, coach, what I need you to do, how do we get there? How do you plan on getting us there? Are we zigzagging? Are we going around the mountain and we're going to come up the backside? Are we going to grab everyone in front of us and pull them down? Um, do you know some secret passage that's going to get us there? I just need you to explain to me the direction we're supposed to take to get to the top of the hill. Telling me, how, telling me we, that's where we're supposed to go. I get it. I need some navigation. I, I got to have some navigation. 
because I can't do this because I, I need to know which step to take. Do I go to the left when all the, well, I see all the other guys going right. So, okay, so do, well, do I go right? Wait a minute, you didn't tell them to go right? They were doing that on their own? So I got to talk to them as a leader and say, all of you come back this way. So those, that's what I'm saying. That's the number one thing. What is the damn planet and the, what direction am I going in? And until I know that, all that, all of that play hard, all my effort, all of that, you know, like give, give me everything you got. It means absolutely nothing because everybody else is doing that. Everybody else knows that they're, they're all trying to get to the top of the hill too. So, so that's, that's the issue right there, man. That's what I'm seeing right now. I, can can things turn around? Yes. First, you got to get that direction. It's got to be it's got to be presented to me in a way that makes sense, and the players have to live up to it. Are you good enough? Can can they become a good team this season? Yes, they can become a good team this season because okay. they have enough time to. So that's where so that's where I'm at with it, and so that's why. And you and I differ very slightly on this. You're saying it's time to play Trey now, right? Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, I, my whole thing is, if you're going to waffle, just play Trey. But if you're going to make a legitimate decision, then as far as this season and 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 the impact it's going to have on this year and trying to turn this thing around, then I believe it has to be Jimmy, right? But that so that's where I am with with just from a frustration standpoint, because right now the the way that it's going with there not being a plan with this not being a very good team right now. And if Trey's just going to get in here for a play here, play there is definitely having a, a, a negative impact on Jimmy and his performance. Then you might as well just play might as well just throw Trey out there and just let him be the guy. Right. That 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 that's where I'm at with it, because him coming in here and getting a snap here or there, that's not helping anybody. It's not helping the offense. It's making the offense look like trash. And, and as a result, the entire team is looking like hot garbage, um, you know, from from the top to the bottom. And so that that's that that's sort of where I am with it. So. I believe this team can be turned around. I believe this team can be a good team this year. Um but it all starts at the quarterback position and it all starts with yeah. Kyle making up his mind who's going to be the guy. Because if yeah. he says, look, Jimmy, you're going to be the guy, um, and he actually plans for Jimmy to be the guy, and this offense is able, kind of like what I was talking about during the bye week, this offense sort of gets back to what it was doing and, and more of what we saw in, in, in week one, uh, so to speak, then they definitely could turn this thing around. And, and they definitely could be – Still, even with the defense, even with the injuries that they have, they still could be very capable of making a deep run come postseason time, um, despite whatever issues or hangups they have on the defensive side of the floor. That's that, that's where I'm at with it. So really, it's Kyle, make up your mind. Okay. Well, he's already made up his mind. So that's all. That's the, so the he might as well just play him then. If that's if that's what it is, right? Haven't I, haven't I been telling you that? Well, now? yeah, that that I've seen that, enough. I've, that's what I've you're seen enough. I just watch it. That's all. I just watch it and I just see what's going on. And I've seen enough to just see that he, he is not going. He is not going to go all in on Jimmy. He's made that clear. But he's also not going all in on Trey. Uh, which means so. But you said he's gotta he's gotta go in on someone. You pick Jimmy. He's gotta go all in. And then you have an opportunity to have a good team. I can say the exact same thing with um, Trey. And the reason I'll tell you that a good team this year, you have an opportunity to be a good team, but you just have to commit to the quarterback and how you want to do it and start letting him grow. This is this. Let me, let me explain why. And this is what I'm going to say. I saw the same thing happen with Russell Wilson. Everyone always go to cap. I'm going to go to Russell Wilson. Um, and, um, and, and we'll look at it. I'm looking at it from that standpoint. Russell came in, Pete Carroll, he played like, this is the guy that I want. Like he had someone else. This is the guy that looks like he's the better, he's the better option at quarterback. Now Pete didn't think he was as polished as the other guy, but guess what? This is the guy I'm going with him. And we're going to run this offense based off of what he's capable of doing. We're going to run the ball. 
We're going to play good special teams. We're going to utilize him to throw the ball when we have to. Um, but we're going to use his legs. We're going to teach him the game, and we're going to let him grow and his comfort level come up. Good defense on the other side. Uh, you commit to it, and you let this player grow and get better and better. And by the end of the season, Russell Wilson looked like an NFL quarterback. I, I, I called the game the first time he played the 49ers. Pete wouldn't let Pete what Pete would have slid his own wrist before he let Russell Wilson throw the football. <laughs> he was not like no, all, all you have to do is not screw it up, learn to play the position, understand the situations, and just keep growing and keep growing. And and as this guy started to develop, they started to allow him to do more. Not the same person. Same thing happened with Tom Brady when he took over. Don't screw up the game. Just don't screw up the game. And then keep growing and keep growing. And Tom Brady wasn't the 600 touchdown pass guy then. He was a don't screw it up guy. I don't need you to throw the ball. You're going to throw this ball, um, you know, 20 times or less. And we're going to, and we're, we're going to, we're going to run the ball, play good defense, play good teams. Um, so people don't let the name get you caught up in. We're just, I'm talking about the philosophy of putting a young player in and watching him grow. So if you decide to put him in, you got to put him in and you got to, and you got to say, this is my future. I'm building a plan around. You're not there. He's not going to do that around. Um, he's not going to do that around Jimmy. He said as much, he's shown as much. So since you, and if he can't, if he doesn't pick a side as we started this pod, stop saying podcast as we started this broadcast by saying which what do we expect it's going to be much of the same if he doesn't pick a side he's got to pick and he's got to pick five because he's already said he's tomorrow why don't you think he's committed to trey right now why don't i think he's committed to trey yeah um, because he knows that Jimmy can do certain things better and he wants those things, he wants those things done correctly because it's a reflection of him. Remember, it's his offense, it's his play calling, it's his play design. So, um, ugly offense is a reflection on him. There are things that he knows that 10 can do properly. He can execute certain things properly. So he wants him to do those things because, again, uh, dude, egos are involved in this stuff. You're dealing with alphas. It's not there, you, dude. Dude, you, you don't. Do you not think that is a confident, borderline cocky alpha guy who's the head coach of every football team in the NFL? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we, know, we, so, we know, we know that. No, we know but, that. So, I mean, so, so I'm explaining to you that's exactly why he wants this guy because he wants he doesn't want to be talked about. He wants things to happen. He wants to put up 50 points the game. That's that's who he is. That's what he wants to do. So it's not a question of him not. It, it's it's just he has to see this isn't working. Those things yet. He has to see this isn't working though. Um, and it's not like he's got it's not like he's got two mains, right? Like Jimmy is clearly the side chick, right? Like, I mean, remember what I told you? I remember I told you last part the what if, and I'm smarter than that's that dude. Coaches are handicapped by it. What, what, because you keep saying he has to see it. No, what he sees is that wait a minute, you're just not doing it exactly the way I want you to do it. You're not hearing me, you're hearing me, but you're not listening. You know, you're listening, but you're not seeing. If you just see what I see, then it, that coaches get caught up into that, man. They get caught up big time into that. And I and, and I see it, you see it unfolding right now. When Kyle puts Jimmy in situations to do what Jimmy does well, what happens? Jimmy does it well. But then he goes back to doing these other things that Jimmy doesn't do well, and we get the same results we've gotten since he's been in the Niners uniform. So he continues to go back and forth with that. And there is no reason you're running the ball. Guess what? You're running the ball and it's working. Now I'm going to stop. But the, you know, once upon a time you'd run it and it worked and it ran and it ran. And, and part of that I think is because of the fact that he wants to make certain the other guy gets in 
and I'm still thinking about how I want to do things with with uh, with the tray. All of that is making it very difficult to do what I just said. Which direction do we take, Coach? I know I'm going to the top of the hill. I know you want. I know I got to go through Chicago. So part. So right now, I know I got to head to Phoenix. I got to go to L.A. Right now, I got I got to go to Indy. So right now, I got to go to Chicago. So. So exactly what do you want me to do to cross through Chicago? Which path are we going to take? And that's the issue, man. That's that simple. So, and, and I think you have to go with trade because this is bottom line, everybody. And I've been getting it like, you know what? Get your feelings out of it, all this stuff. You know me well enough to know I don't scout with my heart. I don't. I just watch it. That would be me. That's you. I don't. So I, I've been getting all of that, you, you know, be emotional. Because when I said that about Peter King, when they were like, Peter King says he gets this and all this stuff. And, and all I, I just put on, I said, okay, and Peter and Peter King is wrong too. Now, with that, I like Peter. Completely respect Peter. I like Kyle. Completely respect Kyle. You know, I've said it on there. When people like, he's a bad coach. And I was getting all that. You know, he's a dumbass. He's like, no, he's not. He's a really good NFL coach, Kyle is. Yes, he is. And what he does is extremely difficult. Coaching coaching football is hard, people. It's hard. Playing and winning football is hard. And what Peter says, I get it. He's like the situation is being handled exactly right. No, it's not. Peter's wrong. Because if the, the situation should have been the guy's not ready, sit him on the bench. You sit him on the bench the way Aaron Rodgers sit, sat. Sat. You sit him on the bench the way everyone said. That's what everyone said. So if you and 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 Kyle decided, I'm not going to sit him. I'm going to play him. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Week do before the season start started. People go back and find it. I said he will open up a can of worms that he can't close because the moment he plays Trey, people are going to say, "I want more." He should be playing. There's going to be an issue. I said he doesn't have, he squashed. He was saying everything correctly. He squashed the whole quarterback controversy thing. I got one quarterback. This guy's down the road. I'm in on this guy. Forget what I said about Matt Stafford. Forget about Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy's my guy. Move forward. And then day one, you put Trey in the game. You put him in a situation, a winning situation, where he has an opportunity to easily make a play. He does. Oh, man, we got to see more of Trey. Kyle, what did I say? Not his coaching, not his coaching, his decision making. That was a bad decision because you're now in this situation about what do I do? Because you got to you got a guy that wait a minute. If I utilize him properly, he looks good. And Kyle wants he wants to look good. He wants his offense to look good. But he can't do what the other guy can. So that's where we are. And that's 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 not going to change. I mean, we do. We can talk about this. For, we can talk about this every single week. It's going to be the same until he picks a side and he's got to pick five. He has to because you just said it. They drafted him not only this year. They drafted him in 2022. They drafted him in 2023. So you have to give him an opportunity to succeed. And guess what? If you don't play Trey this year, if you go in on Jimmy and if you do all of these things and you don't make the playoffs, you don't win a championship, uh, you don't have a winning season, guess what gets to happen? Trey is going to have to figure it all out next year. Do you think Trey is going to become a better NFL quarterback? If he needs all of these reps and reads and all of these things, he's not going to get them on the bench. You're you're going to have you're going to have rookie Trey playing next year. That's he's he's going to he's going to understand the verbiage a lot more. He'll he'll he would have heard what's being said. He would have he will uh, he will be a he will be more familiar with everything, but he's still going to have to get out and play. Yeah, Constant I mean, I, I think doing. there's. I think there's value though to a quarterback sitting. Like I've seen it before. Like we saw uh-huh. with Aaron, we saw with Aaron Rodgers. We saw with Carson Palmer. Right? Aaron, Aaron said three years. Aaron said three years. Car- Carson Carson said his entire rookie season. Marvin would not play him at all. Right. And in mm-hmm. year two, he's a starter. 
and and he did and he did well. You know, mm-hmm. he ended up going on to have a a good career. Um, my, what my, pick was Carson? Huh? What pick was Carson? He was number one overall pick. Yeah, I know, and he was good too. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. I'm just, I'm just, okay. Okay. So, but but he sat. Yeah. No, I know he did. He sat. Well, I I, I think there. I I think there's. Where did Carson, I where did Carson play? Been, where did Carson play college ball? He played at University of Southern California. Okay. Keep going. Got it. I don't forever. Okay. How how was Carson? How was Carson at 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 that school? Uh, he wasn't very good to start, but then he. I heard that about how, to start. how did he finish? He, how did he, he end? He finished with the Heisman. And the number one pick in the draft. Number one pick in the draft. And what he, type of competition were they playing against? They're playing against good competition. He was in the Pac-10. Okay. So the Pac-10 I'm, I'm, at the time. All I'm all I'm trying to say is that um, what he had been accustomed to seeing and doing and everything was more similar to what he. Um, saw and watched and played in the speed of the game and all these type things. It was a little bit more. It was a yeah. little bit and more. Conducive. Yes, he sat. And he learned. So, so all I'm saying is that Carson was more so in position to sat because his floor was a little bit higher. That's what I'm saying. His floor, Carson's floor was a little bit higher than Trey's floor playing at North Dakota State. So, so sitting and learning, he didn't he, because there were there were things that he had seen and, and concepts and all of these type of things that I think he had a bigger a better grasp of. Um, not to mention Carson, no one gets picked number one overall if they're void of talent. Carson was really good. Carson, Carson's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying when you look at that and you look at how it played out. Um, no, Carson was Carson was really good, but but so by what you just said, wouldn't that mean? that it would benefit Trey even more to sit considering where he came from? Um, I actually think, I think right now, two reasons. He's not going to get better until he starts playing. I think it would have benefited him before, but I said this, uh, this is all I'm going to say. And I saw this, I saw someone, someone, I don't know if it was a tweet or that someone told me this, but I saw something where they said, um, Fred um, Warner was talking with Jimmy and he was like, they thought him talking and having a conversation about how to get everybody going. So you got this offensive leader and this defensive leader um, and like, like how do you get the team going and what are you going to do? And that right there is, that's a big thing. I remember when I used to see Joe and Ronnie do that. I remember when, um, I remember when Steve Young used to come over, like he sat there where our lockers were, and Steve would come over there and he'd sit down and he'd start talking about things. And he and Tim McDonald would just get into it and talk about all this stuff. So you have those that like, like this is what we have to do. And because you got the leader and the pulse. And, and that's how it was Ronnie and Joe, Steve and Tim. Okay. And you can say Fred and Jimmy, because Fred is the pulse of that defense. I, I think that he's he's the he's the heartbeat of it. I I, I right now. Um, but Jimmy's not that dude on the offense. So see, that's the problem. So Carson, he sat, the coaches, he knew he was gonna sit, he knew he was there, he knew he was in a learning position. So the person playing, you focus on them, you listen to them, you pay attention to what they have to say, you see how the coach is critiquing him and doing all of these type things, and you learn from it because he's actually talking through that guy to you as that backup. Um when there's no respect for that guy, when the coach has kind of moved on from this guy, you can't, you don't listen to him. You don't okay. listen. You're trying to figure, dude, I got there. I got there. Daryl Pollard was in front of me when I got drafted. Daryl Pollard was the guy in front of me. Number 26. I like DP. I like DP then. I like DP now. This dude was he he was a guy that I knew I had been drafted to replace. They told me that. I knew it. But they didn't put me in a lineup. I watched him. I watched how they coached him and all these type things. But then I start seeing how they talked to him and how and the lack of respect that they had for him, the things that they would say about him, the way the coaches would get on him. And I remember vividly, vividly one day sitting there thinking, if that's what they think of him, what the hell do they think about me? And because I'm backing him up. 
I'm not doing anything he does. I'm not paying him any attention. There were little hands again. I'm not paying him any attention. I'm not looking at him. I don't want to think about him because this guy is obviously on his way out. You stop listening. You, I can't learn anything from you. And all I was thinking, I got to get on the field. I got to get on the field. And that's what Trey is thinking. I got to get on the field. He's not so, so the answer to your question is, does it benefit him? It doesn't benefit him because he stops, he stops learning from the guy who's playing, which means the only way he's going to learn is by playing. That's the issue that has been created. Mm. That's what, that's what I'm seeing. The more I look at it, that's the more I think is happening. That's the more I think that they're going to have to deal with because, you know, just little things, man, subliminal things. It's like Kyle saying in the press conference, it's not like Jimmy is one bad game away from being bench. It's not like it's something like, then why'd you bring it up? Why'd you bring it up? That's like saying, oh man, you know what? Nothing personal. Oh hell, here comes something personal. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No offense, my man. No you know? offense. No. Yeah, no, no offense. No offense, but here comes something offensive. <laughs> Every time. Uh, if you if if there's no if you know, if no offense intended, you don't have to, you know, preface it with that. You just say what you're saying. And then when you start bringing up, well, you know, he, he's not, it's not like he's a, a game away from being benched. Well, nobody asked you that. That came out of your, your head. So that's where we are, man. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, feel free to download, subscribe, rate, and review located wherever <laughs> you uh, find your podcast. Hit us up on social media as well. I'm at Har Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. I'm at watch Ray Ray on Instagram. And he is at Eric Davis underscore, 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 underscore. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. So the Bears are a bad team, right? Bears but, are a bad team. Yes. I mean, shouldn't throw stones if you live in the glass house, right? Not much Niners can say on their part. Well, we didn't say the Niners were a good team. We just said the Bears yeah. are a bad team. Yeah. And they um, are. Bears have lost two straight. Uh, they were actually playing some pretty good football. Uh Prior to these last two losses, they lost to Green Bay, they lost to Tampa. Last week, Justin Fields, five turnovers by himself, three interceptions, two lost fumbles. Uh, and they end up losing that one to Tampa big. Uh, Fields says he believes Bears offense is very close, very close to a breakout game. Very close. Wow. Is this going to be that breakout game, ED? Wow. Well, you see, now you do, again, I just reading the tea leaves. So someone coming off of a five turnover, a personal, personal, five turnover game, not a team, a personal five turnover game. Someone coming off a five turnover game says, I feel good. (laughs) (laughs) You're either delusional or, or looking at the schedule saying that's a get right game. And that's what the Niners have become. I said this last week. I told you I was talking to people up in Indy and just talking to them. And I was like, these guys feel like the Niners are a get right game. Sorry about that. They, they like they feel like it's a get right game. Um, and that's that's what I'm seeing right now. Justin, the, the, a team come a two a two game losing streak, a five turnover game, and this guy is sitting there saying we can ball out on this crew coming up. We can ball out on them. So that right there lets you know this, the, the confidence um, that they that they have because the lack of fear they feel. That's where the Niners are right now. And that's, and that's simply because, as I said before, they're not a good football team. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and it's not just me making it up. It's not this, it's, it's, it's football people looking at them. It, it has nothing to do with your talent base. It has nothing to do with your record. There are good teams and there are bad teams. And you know it. And you, you know you know when you're playing a bad team with a good record. Like I tell you, told you before, we, we knew it was the Rams, same old Rams. We knew playing, we knew playing the Saints. 
that back in the day, the Saints were going to play us just hard enough to lose. So were the Cardinals. We, we knew that that was their Super Bowl. And they were going to they were going to fight like hell and everything until we clipped them. And once we clipped them, then they were just going to fall over other teams. Like, you know, it, it, it was going to be a battle. The Giants back then, you know, Washington back then, the Cowboys back then, like, look, you better ball up your fists and fight because I ain't going nowhere. It was different. But you knew who was going to fall apart. And that's how the Niners are being viewed right now, mm. because. If you look at it, mm. if you look at it, one good year, what did I say? Anybody can have a good year. A player, coach, a team. Anybody can have one good year. What do you consistently do? The NFL is not about being good. It's about being consistent. And what you do is who you are. And that's just what's happening right now. The, the nine, Good teams find ways to win. Bad teams find ways to lose. And it sounds like Chicago thinks the Niners, well, at least Justin Fields does. <laughs> now, this could be he's mad because they didn't draft him. This could be. I was on that uh, bandwagon. Yeah, this could be. This could be. Um, you know, it could be a personal vendetta that like, you know, what, you should have picked me. Yeah. Um, it could be that this could be, um, this could be, I just, after five turnovers, I probably should say I'm confident that things are going to happen. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of different reasons, but I, I'm going to stick on the Niners are the get right game until they are no longer the get right game. Yeah, maybe a lot of good get, get right games uh, this year, Ed. Feel like last year it was a lot of get right games, and, and, uh-huh. and, and this year uh, it's looking to be the same. Do you want to give keys? I mean, I feel like we, we you kind of already. I mean, the key the key is the plan. I mean, and, and they don't have a plan, so I mean, there, there's that. But I mean, you want you want to give keys? You have keys? You want to give out? Uh, we will make yeah. Well, we we already know. So th- for this game right now. So this game against the Bears keys to this game. Okay. Secondary, you know, you're going to get picked on, you know, you're going to, you know, what's happening. You're going into a game defensively. You're going into a game that uh, the quarterback had a five turnover game last week. You should early and frequently harass this guy to make him feel uncomfortable and start making those mistakes again. You should, you should in no way, in no way allow this guy to get anything happening. DBs pick off the ball. You know, it's coming. You know, it's coming. You know, the deep ball is coming. You know that they are going to try you. The entire league, every referee that has a strike shirt has seen you get the fouls. So they're going to be prepared for So make a play on the ball and pick off the deep ball. It's coming. So defensively, just know that. Take advantage of what you know is about to happen. Should be easy. You know it's about to happen. That's going to happen. Take it upon yourself to get some turnovers and make some plays so that the offense doesn't have to do it. Don't expect the offense to get anything done. Offense, take it upon yourself to make plays, do things, and raise the level of your play. This is this shouldn't be about this shouldn't be about play calling. This shouldn't be about who's quarterbacking. Execute. Execute the plan. And if you do that, you have an opportunity to win win against this team because that is not a good football team that you're playing against. That's that's what I'm saying. Execution, simple execution on offense will give them an opportunity to have a successful day defensively catch the ones that are coming to you. The secondary cannot be the reason that you lose the game. The secondary was directly involved in losing that game and a team, you know, I've told you this before. I'll tell you again, a team goes as far as the secondary takes it. Mm-hmm. All of you guys listening and watching a team goes as far as the secondary takes it because football is built on running the ball and stopping the run as a defense. What happens when you stop the run? They start throwing it. So if you can't get the ball out the air, you're going to lose. Right now, the Niners can't get the ball out of the air. So secondary, pick it up. 
ED, you, you know I enjoy your keys every week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these just seem unattainable. I mean, these these no. seem hard. <laughs> these no. seem hard this week. No. It seems like they're playing against the 17 and, and no Patriots this week. It's only the no. Bears. But these, these seem so, so hard to grasp this week. I couldn't, I it's couldn't it's like, like this is out in, in the atmosphere somewhere, and they just can't be had. These are unattainable. No. You're you telling the offense to execute. You're telling the DBs to pick off passes. This just seems just unimaginable <laughs> as I'm hearing this. I think it's easy. This is, I think this is the easiest route <laughs> I've ever taken. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not asking for These anything. the hardest keys you've ever given. On this These are the <laughs> easiest of all. Easiest of all. Oh, man. Woo. <laughs> Hopefully this will help me on Sunday. Hopefully this will help me on Sunday. Uh, that's about it. About it. Alright, bro. Uh, <laughs> feel free to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button on YouTube as well. We're available uh, for you to view there as well. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis, underscore, 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 underscore. Niners lose, you want to add another underscore to that, uh, to that, 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 uh, that, that handle of yours on IG? No. ED? No? Okay. No. I got one. They go. Yeah. Niners, Niners may surpass you in underscores, uh, after this Sunday. We'll see. Let's hope not. Hopefully, hopefully it's pina colada time. Um, but I, Look, we promise not to lie to you. I don't feel good about this game. I'm just going to throw it out there. I feel like ED's keys are hard. <laughs> I, I think like... they're easy, but um, <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, you, you know, after looking at everything, and, and I said last week that that wasn't a good football team, but they lost to a bad football team. I don't feel good about this game either. I normally don't get into predicting and stuff like but I don't feel good. I don't about feel this. good about this. I don't feel good about this game. The only but thing the Niners, that – Go ahead. Only thing that gives me like an inkling, a, a glimmer of hope, is that it's in Chicago, and for whatever reason, this team has been pretty good on the road. Well, I mean, they're, they're three three of their better um, front seven defenders are down too, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, um, that for me. But but you know, it's it's hard right now. I can't even say, oh, that's a bad team, and they're gonna, you know, I thought Seattle was a bad team. And they were playing bad football. They lost Seattle. They 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 keep losing to bad football teams, which I, I have to. Which I got to be honest, people. That that makes them a bad football team. So we'll see. <sighs> yep. So it'll be the Niners and the Bears, 10 a.m. local time kickoff. Uh, you can check that out, and you can check us out. We'll be back to recap this one next week. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all. Next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.